Welcome to the Bitchin' Siblings Podcast. Coffee. I like it. Um, so welcome everyone to this week's episode of Bitchin' Siblings Podcast. It's just Ginny and I this week. What's up, everybody? Yeah. Today's kind of a special weird one. We're we're uh, recording on a completely different day and at a completely different time than normal. So if we sound different or act funny, apologies. Uh, yeah, it's it's um, it's not early per se for me, but um, it's I'm not fully awake. And this little like hair I, is. Just, like, <laughs> I am like so distracted. Chicken. I don't think I heard a word you just said. <laughs> I just see this little like like chicken. What is that? Like the, I don't know what that it's, is, it's, but okay, it's a little alf alpha sprout. Yes, I, I've got a hair that's sticking straight up. Like my my bangs are sticking straight up, and they will not Let lay me get down. Get a picture of it for our for our. Okay, and then let me get a video of <laughs> shaking her head. See, this is what we're talking about, guys. That's awesome. He's here. Okay, so that's going on their Instagram. Cool. <laughs> um. <laughs> So I mean, if I have to be distracted by it, so does everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so um, so this week we are talking about drivers and traffic and our like rants and raves about that. I, I mean, I have a lot of thoughts, but right? I'm going to let you run with this one. Okay. Well, so lately I've been noticing we have had like so many people just like running red lights. Like, I don't know if they're just not paying attention or and they're just following the car in front of them through the light or if they just really think that, you know, th- they're more important than anybody else. And it's worth potentially causing a an accident by them running a red light. It's driving me crazy. And what, what really gets me is that they turned off the uh, red light cameras during COVID. I don't know why. I don't know what the purpose of that was, but uh, they turned them off. And I don't think they've turned them back on because people, it's like people are getting worse. Um, funny story. One time I accidentally ran a red light after I had already stopped at the red light. <laughs> Did you so think it like, was a stop sign? No, I stopped. It was a red light. Yeah. I don't know what I was doing. I was well I know what I was doing I was driving I had gotten called in I was the manager of a store and I had gotten called into work so I had to go up to work you're familiar with our town so you know where that house was and yeah you know what store I used to ran run and so like I mean it's not like a huge drive but it's uh, about three quarters of town and I stopped at a light and then I just kept going like I stopped going okay it's a red light and then like in my head it turned green it didn't and then I just kept going. And then all of a sudden I had this, oh, shit moment. Did I just run a red light or was it really green? Like, I don't remember, like, what happened. So I looked in my rearview mirror and I see the light turn green. And I was like, fuck, I just ran a red light. And I was stopped. And I was like, how do you explain that to a cop if you get pulled over? Like, yes, officer, I was stopped at the red light. But then I went through it because I thought it was green. I I have stopped at stop signs and just waited there because i was waiting for it to turn green (laughs) and i was not impaired by any means it was just i was that tired 
I legit thought, I was like, why isn't it turning? Oh, yeah, I'm at a stop sign. <laughs> I can go when I want now. <laughs> Thankfully, yeah. nobody was at that intersection, so nobody was like, what the hell well, is Well, I think he would have found out a lot sooner if there was because they had honked at you. So No kidding. No kidding. Absolutely. <laughs> like, the other day, I was, so the, the, the main road that I have to take to get to work, I came up to a light one day, I think it was this week, and my light turned green. And then all of a sudden, like the cars going the opposite direction, as soon as I went through the intersection, they all like there were five of them all went through that light. And I'm like, was there a glitch and they had a green light at the same time I did? Or did they all just decide they didn't want to wait anymore for this light to turn green for them? I'm not just talking one, two cars, five cars all back to back to back all went through this light. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Or did I run a red light? <laughs> Yeah, I had to actually look back and I'm like, okay, no, my, my light was green. So if they went <laughs> and they had a green light, there was either a glitch in the matrix or they all just were too antsy and didn't want to wait. I don't know. It was <laughs> probably weird. a little bit of both. Probably, <laughs> probably. <laughs> but yeah. Um, and then like m one of my major ones is turn signals. Like nobody fucking uses turn signals here. And then they get pissy that you're not letting them in like because they want to merge. Well, I don't know you want to get in if you don't tell me and I can't like I'm not listening for you to go, hey, lady, let me in. No, I'm not. I'm Use a fucking a turn signal. Petty ass bitch when it comes to driving. If you wait till the last minute to try to merge into my lane. nope, you're not getting in. You will hit my car before I let you in. And then guess what, buddy? It's your fault. I am. No. Like, I mean, I understand if like somebody's from out of town and doesn't like perfect example. We had the overpass here in town was under construction for like six months. And for like three of the months, they had it shut down one lane, you know, like you could use this lane and you had to merge into it. And then after like three months, they moved it over to the other lane so they could work on each lane instead of shutting down the whole bridge. Right. Yeah. Which I mean, like, whatever. If you're from out of town, a lot of people didn't know, you know, so like I'll give, you know, some acceptances to people who are from out of town or out of state and maybe, you know, weren't aware and weren't paying attention because that happens, you know, but if you have a, a certain county plate, for where I live, <laughs> you know it's there. You know it's been there for four months. You motherfucker, you're getting in behind me. I'm not letting you in. Oh my I God. I love when there's like major big construction signs and it says lane closed ahead, uh, one mile ahead, merge now. Right. And people wait till that last minute and then they get pissy because you're not letting them in. It's like you, you saw the sign, same as I did. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You don't get special treatment just because no. you're fucking lazy or something like yeah. I'm petty. Yeah, no, I'm I'm right there with you. You can definitely tell that I was taught how to drive in a larger city with much more vehicles, many more lanes where, you know, more room for mistakes when there's more lanes and more people. So the fact that there's so many people here that just do stupid shit, like I would take rush hour traffic in Seattle over the quote unquote rush hour traffic here in town on any day of the week, because there's one major road that goes North and South. And then there's a couple that go East and West. And obviously you can get to town North and South any other way. There's lots of other roads, but the one main road yeah. And I swear to God, from like 4.45 to like 5.45, nobody knows how to drive on it. Nobody goes the speed limit. Nobody uses their blinkers. And it's like there is 30,000 people in this city. They're all not – they're not all driving at the same time. How is this traffic worse than downtown Seattle traffic that has six lanes? 
Well, I, I think part of the thing too with Seattle is that you're fully stopped. Like rush hour through Seattle, it's like bumper to bumper, and there you aren't making mistakes. You aren't able to go the speed limit because guess what? There's there's no there there's no room for you to go. Well, you're and go, you always you're get going. that jackass that's gonna try to drive on the shoulder or try to go into a, an exit lane just to go up fast to try to squeeze back in. Like I mean, obviously, I'm not saying that there aren't stupid drivers in Seattle either because don't even get me started on some of that shit. But like. I just feel like coming from an area where there's so many more people and so many more vehicles, I don't understand how inept some of these drivers are in the Midwest where, you know, we get a lot of snow here. We get a lot of ice. So like, you know, when Seattle shut down this year because they had ice, everybody was making fun of them. And I said, no, 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 no. Like Seattle's got some crazy steep hills you uh, there's there's no walking or driving on these we don't yeah. really have that we're in the midwest like there's yeah, it's one big flat. hill in town you know and your hill and, is not a hill well no but like there's the top of the hill it's called hilltop you know and then there's the bottom part so like 90 percent of why is it that every town has a hilltop i don't know but it's not ghetto like the hilltop we grew up in <laughs> well like i was thinking the same thing our hilltop is where the mall is yeah no ours is like and it's a hill and like if there's bad weather, if you live at the bottom of the hill, there's stuff, you, there's grocery stores, gas stations, whatever, vice versa, you know, with on the top of the hill. So it's not like you have to go down the hill in Seattle. <laughs> like You could be living somewhere and the only way to get to a grocery store or gas station is to go down a hill. Like, yeah, you know, or, or up but, a hill in ice. Well, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I found it humorous. I watched the videos on TikTok myself, but I'm also not making fun of them because We've been there. We've done that. We've lived there during some ice storms and snowstorms, and the whole city shuts down. So, quick little side story. Um, January of 07. I only remember this because it was when Grandma went to the hospital the last time. It was when Elle was born. Yes, yes. So, um, Grandma went to the hospital. They like We had to call an ambulance because she needed to go, and it was icy and snowy. And um, mm-hmm. So, her and Aunt Sunday went in the ambulance. I drove in my car to the hospital. The hospital is literally on the top of the hill. Literally. Because it, oh, yeah. it was St. Joe. St. Joe. Yeah. yeah. Well, St. Joe or TG, they're both. Yeah. But know. TG, there's like other ways to get kind of mm-hmm. bypass mm-hmm. so that you don't have to go mm-hmm. up as steep of a hill. Right? Yeah. So St. Joe, I was on my way there. And I in in the snow, I never went the freeway because I was... I did not want to deal with people on the freeway when it was snowy and icy because, you know, I just didn't. Anyway, so I'm going back roads. Um, I get to the bottom of the hill right before you go up to St. Joe. And I couldn't get up the hill. Like, my car was like, fuck you. We're not going. It is too icy. Um, no, no, we're not doing this. And that, I had the little Saturn at that time. Mm. So, you know, like, it's no, it's it's not happening. So yeah. I parked in a parking lot at the bottom of the hill and walked up to (laughs) St. Joe. (laughs) Not surprised. Yeah. But then I got a ticket where I was at because it was a, like, they're like, you can't park there. And I'm like, really? You're going to give me a ticket in the snow and ice when I can't, I I can't go anywhere else. Like, where where do you want me to park? Oh my gosh. That's so funny because when mom was in the hospital, when she passed, before she had passed, you know, we were up there for what, 10 days. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one of the days I had drove up and I had parked her car um, where I thought there was parking. And then by the time we left, there was a parking ticket. And um, 
you know, we had to fight it. Emily had to fight it. And if I remember correctly, at first they were giving us so much crap and we were like, she's dead. Like, sorry that we didn't get the car moved in time. You know, like she's, I mean, like, what are you going to do? Give her, I mean, cause it was registered. The car was registered to mom. So the, the ticket was in mom's name. Yeah. And I was like, well, she's, she's deceased. So good luck getting that money. And like, I, from my understanding is eventually Emily got it taken care of. But I remember sitting there thinking like, why I have never gotten a parking ticket anywhere else except for outside of a hospital. Uh, right? Like people are already at the hospital. Nah, I'm not going to say 99% of the time, but there's a there's a fairly decent chance that if you're at the hospital, it's not for something good. Exactly. And the last thing somebody needs to do is come out and see a ticket because there's some person who's and I get it, it's their job. I'm not judging them, but like Jesus Christ, why aren't we patrolling the downtowns when we were in Lincoln the other day? I don't know how many people had expired parking meters. Nobody got a ticket. But if you go to the hospital and you park somewhere and you're one minute past the parking time, there's yep. somebody like patrolling. It's the stupidest thing. Like oh, you yeah. don't get enough money as it is. Now we got to give you a ticket. Also at St. Joe's Hospital, back when I had the the Honda. Oh, yeah. Your, your old Honda. Skittles. Yeah, Skittles. So I went there one time. Can Precursor there. Uh, I used to name my vehicles when, when I was younger. Uh, who didn't? And. and yeah, and my first car was a 87 blue Honda Accord with the old style flip lights. And Skittles just was, that was her name. It yeah. was just. And it fit. It and was... then when Ginny moved from Washington to Nebraska, she handed that car down to me. And that was my car for Skittles a Skittles lasted till about, what, 275,000 miles? Something like that. Like, and mm -hmm. when it finally died, it blew a head gasket and it was well beyond my scope of expertise at the time. I probably could you probably could have fixed it because it had a new transmission. Like, yeah. And it had a, a new alternator because Chris had replaced that and a new clutch because <laughs> when I got it, we had put a brand new clutch in. So by the time you got it, it was not that old. That car is the one that died while we were going home after mm -hmm. visiting you when yeah. you had a. Yeah. Because Chris and his girlfriend at the time, who was pregnant mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. our other nephew, that died in Rock Springs, Wyoming. And that's like the worst place to die. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, and the sad part is Chris knew he's like something, the alternator's going out or the battery's going out. He like, he told me something was going out and he's like, we've got to make it to a bigger city. And like, it was the middle of the night and we got to Rock Springs right around five, six o'clock in the morning, and they didn't have a super Walmart at the time. Um, so it wasn't open yet. Because this was 19 years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And this was also on a Sunday. I and in the middle of the Midwest on a Sunday, nothing's open. I remember, so we slept in the car for two hours until Walmart opened, and I got the tools, and then I walked from there while Chris and his girlfriend were still sleeping to AutoZone when they opened at nine o'clock <laughs> and they, I was going to walk back with this loaner battery they were going to give me to get us up to the shop so that we yeah. could get this part. Well, they're like, you are not walking almost a mile with this big ass battery. We're going to give you a ride. So <laughs> they gave me a ro ride back to the car. We put this um, loaner battery in drove back up to the auto zone and then chris had to learn how to replace the alternator in that because it was very different so anyone who doesn't yeah. know hondas or at least older hondas I, i'm sure they've gotten a little better 
they were the alternator was not easily accessible. You had to take either a lot of stuff up off the top mm-hmm. or you had to take the tire off and then go up from underneath. But I bet you it was a lot easier then than it is now because I could change my headlights and taillights and everything back then. And now you can't even do that. They purposely make it so that you have to remove a bajillion things to get to it purposely so that you have to take it in to a mechanic to do it to make money. Like it's so frustrating because I used to be a badass. I could change tire. I could change what? I said, unless you're cool like me. Well, I mean, I've YouTubed a couple of things lately, but unfortunately, some of these newer ones. Well, and unfortunately, like my car is a hybrid, so it's Mm. very different because there's just some things that you cannot remove. And so anytime something has to be done to my car, it has to go to a mechanic. I like had to YouTube how to remove my taillights because one of my taillights was out. Mm -hmm. And like a lot of places online was saying, you know, hey, this is very difficult. You could break this one piece. And yeah. I I was like, no, I can do this. I can do this. I've got <laughs> nimble little fingers. I can do this. And so I pulled it out and I was able to actually replace that taillight by myself. And then in our Jeep, before we got rid of the Jeep, the uh, signal indicator switch. So like the little lever yeah. for your turn signal. Broke. Well, it didn't, the lever itself didn't break. It's something in the mechanics of it made my turn signal always stay on. Oh. So, like, that's just as unsafe as not using a turn signal. (laughs) (laughs) So, I, like, my brother-in-law told me, um, because I I was looking it up and everywhere was saying the part was like $200. And he's like, no, 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 no. Here's, Here's a link to get it on Amazon. It's $35. Um. I got the the $35 one from Amazon, and then he sent me a link on how to replace it myself because nice. we didn't live near him. And people looked at me, and they're like, why didn't you make your husband do that? And I was like, okay, so first of all, I'm more mechanically inclined than he is, for first, first and foremost. Second of all, even if he could do it, it was in such a place that he couldn't physically have gotten down there. I had to lay on the floor with my legs up on the seat. Like and my head down by the the the, the pedals, mm-hmm. to be able to like finagle and get in certain areas. Yeah. There's no way in hell he would have been able to do that. You know, a six four guy trying to get down there like that. No, that's not going to happen. So, what are you driving now that you got rid of the Jeep? Uh, the Kia Sportage. How do you like that? Because Roger and I are looking at new cars, and I am obsessed. With the 2023 Kia Tellurides. I do not need one because it seats eight people. It's a gas guzzler. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. I want one, but I'm also very much acknowledging the fact that our children are grown. I do not need eight seats. It is not necessary. So we were looking at like a more of a smaller midsize SUV. The problem is... It's, like the Sorento? Well, I don't know because... This is going to sound really bad. I don't want it to look like some of those midsize SUVs are starting to become the new minivan where they look like a definite mom car. Yeah. And I don't want that. So like there's some Sorrentos and some Tucsons and Sportages that are like, oh, okay. I mean, I need to go in and see them. But like I'm obsessed with the Telluride. I've heard amazing things about the Telluride. 
I know, but I don't need that big of a vehicle. Yeah, and I, I don't know that I could say that putting a Sportage and a Telluride next to each other, I, I, I'm not going to tell you that my evaluation of the Sportage is going to suffice for a Telluride. But no, I'm just saying, I like, when you Sportage. drive it, do you like it? Do you have enough mm-hmm. space? Like, for me, it would be more or less I have a couple of kids that still ride in the car every once in a while. I have a dog that, you know, likes to sit in the car and and stick her head out the window and I just want to be able to like have room like when we go to Omaha Lincoln to go to Costco we don't need to take the truck every time for the but you know what I mean because like my car is spacious don't get me wrong but you know when you have those big boxes there's only so much space you can have in a trunk so that's my thing I like mine um my seats my back seats are never really up because we always take the dogs places mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like and I don't want one I don't want the hair on the seats um if we do ever use them <laughs> but when we were test driving them Bill actually sat in the back seat and mm-hmm. he said it was very spacious for him okay. which which is a a definite plus because you know yeah. someone his size how are you on gas mileage I I get about 18 miles to the gallon see that's too small for me I want something that's in I, the 20s honey honey I literally just drive to and from work. I don't do. I know. But, I have no highway miles. But see, that's the problem is, yeah, I can do a lot of stuff here in town. But, you know, if we ever want to go anywhere, I want something that when we're taking it. Because right now we take Roger's truck, you know, and it's not bad on gas mileage, but it's certainly not the best. My car is better on gas mileage. A's car is way better on gas mileage on the interstate than in town. So, like, mine gets really good gas mileage in town. I get about 37 miles to the gallon. Um. And then on the interstate, it's like 25. Eight, he gets like almost 30 on the interstate. And so, so apparently, if we go on the interstate, we get a lot higher gas mileage. Well, yeah. Th- here's the problem. Literally, I work five minutes from home. Yeah. And so I don't have a need to take the freeway. The longest trip that vehicle has been on, unfortunately, is between Redding and Chico. And Chico is about an hour, hour and a half away. And even then, I didn't drive that. Bill drove it. Yeah. So, but he said the the, the gas mileage was a lot better. A lot better when he went See, there. and that's my thing is the reason why I like my car in town is because it's a hybrid. I get insanely good gas mileage when I'm driving back and forth to work. Like, I fill up my gas tank and on an average month, average month, I only have to fill it up once. And it lasts me the whole month. You see, and that's that's the case for me. But again... I don't live that far from work. Right. And 18 is just like the, I think it's 18. Um, I'll have to look. Well, and you guys have an older one, the new, not older, but the it's newer. the three years old. Yeah, but some of these new ones are like the gas mileage is insane. No, no, no. I know. I'm saying like, I can't believe it's already three years old. Yeah. Like it's, it feels so like see, we just we, we wanted to it. talk about dumb drivers and now here we are talking about new cars. <laughs> <laughs> See, things just evolve. Yeah. Yeah. So like one of my biggest pet peeves when it comes to driving and like I'm 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 bad at this. Doesn't help that I recently taught two teenage boys how to drive. So my patience is very thin. But one of the things that I cannot stand. Now, I'm not saying when you're at a busy intersection and there's traffic coming from all different directions. This is not what I'm talking about. But when we're taking a turn, like a right turn, like a right hand turn right Mm -hmm. like onto a street 
There's no other traffic. There's no other lane from the other direction. So there's no traffic. The only other way that traffic could be turning into that lane is if it's coming from the other direction and waiting. And if it's going to cut in front of everybody, there's going to be an accident regardless. But why the fuck do we have to almost come to a complete stop going around a damn corner? I don't understand. Is it primarily elderly people that live in your town? No. No, it is literally people. It's like... I don't know. I feel like I get stuck behind people who have nowhere to be. And not in a bad way, but like no specific time. So they just yeah. kind of lollygag and like whatever. Yeah. And they want to take the corner going two miles an hour. Great. Awesome. I'm not speeding. I am driving a safe speed limit, a safe distance behind cars. But when you are literally going the speed limit, but then take your foot off the gas a mile before you have to turn and then almost come to a complete stop before you turn. Like, I I have to come to a complete stop because they're going so slow that if I'm moving at all, I will clip the side of their car with my passenger side because they're moving that fucking slow. Drives me nuts. Yeah. Drives me nuts. Like, it is one of my biggest pet peeves. Like, I've told my kids, like, you don't need to slow down to 25 or to two miles an hour. Obviously, we're not going around the corner 25 miles an hour. But, like, you can take a corner and not be literally a slug going around the corner. And like I said, I'm not talking about those busy four-way intersections where cars can be coming from every direction where maybe you do want to come to a complete stop to make sure there's no traffic coming from the left. That is a totally different situation. Yeah. Like, absolutely different. I'm talking about you are going down. There's this road that goes right in front of the high school here, and there is a place where you can turn to go into one of the hospitals or you can turn to go into one of the – there's like a city park. Okay. And like people will be leaving and you could be heading east on this road and people will stop like to turn into where the hospital is. But they literally go so freaking slow. They just like slowly pull in. Okay, you're a dumbass because right now there are 1800 kids leaving high school and they're weaving in and out of traffic. So like it's it's like the concept of going too fast is dangerous, but going too slow is dangerous, too. Absolutely it is. Yes. Hence why they can give you speed or um, tickets for going too slow. Not here. But they don't. West, we don't do that. But I I don't know. It's just one of my biggest pet peeves. Like, it has always been one of my biggest pet peeves of how slow people go around corners. So. Uh, I don't know why. Adding on to that, how about the drivers that, like a gas station or something, they pull out in front of you, but then they don't get up to speed. And time. Yeah, or at all. So you have to like slam, on, slam your on your brakes. Yeah. And you're like, really? There's nobody behind you. You couldn't have waited 10 seconds for me to go by. Well, and even if you could have couldn't have waited, if you're going to pull into traffic, you need to go with the speed of traffic. Exactly. Like if you if it's that tight of a fit and there's there's so many cars and there's only a little bit of room to get in. I understand taking that opportunity, but in a safe approach, you still need to be making sure that you're you're going quick enough that you're not impeding the traffic behind you like i understand slowing down a little bit to allow vehicles in a little bit's fine but when i have to like slam on my brakes or i'm gonna hit you that's exactly no for me it always seems that they pull out in front of me and there's nobody behind me they could have waited for me to go by and i'm like really dude just Uh don't be an asshole Mm -hmm. like just wait just wait especially if you're not going to get up to speed so frustrating and then we have a lot of people here, and I'm sure you guys have it too, being in the Midwest, people that have jacked up trucks. Mm, yeah. Apparently, this rise in gas prices that we've seen over the past year, year and a half, whatever, I don't know. It's been a while. Apparently, that does not deter them from wanting to show off their big ball energy 
and revving their engine. And I'm like, dude, nobody fucking cares. Your car is obnoxious. And all of that exhaust that just came out of your truck is fucking gross. And now I'm choking on it. Thanks, dick face. Well, he can't really be a dick face because generally in that situation, it's because they're overcompensating for a very small penis. Well, and yes, so... but like I'm going to call him. Oh, I'm going to call him a dick face. OK, I'm going to call him what I want. <laughs> OK, random story about mom. Hilarious <laughs> story. OK, this is my mom. My mom was the Karen of all Karens. OK, my mom had no problem causing a scene if she thought she was right. Right. Like my mom is she. Yeah. Plenty of stories where my mom. <laughs> said wanted to speak to I'm a like, manager oh, yeah okay <laughs> but my mom was also very I don't want to say old school because she definitely wasn't like ladies have to be prim and proper but there was definitely um an older vibe to her like she well, yeah. didn't agree with playboy she thought that strippers were being forced into it and like that's degrading to women and like to each their own those are your opinions whatever right so mom was very opinionated but had no fucking filter towards the end. And I remember when I was dating my now ex-husband, I had a neighbor who was a friend of mine and his brother lived close to where mom lived. So one day I wanted to go home to visit mom and he wanted to go visit his brother. So he just dropped me off on the way so we could save on gas because it was a good 45 minute drive from where we had lived to where, um, you know, mom was. And then his brother was in Bremerton. Okay. And so it was like he just said, keep going. So he dropped me off and mom was like, oh, I just got to talk to him, blah, blah, blah. She met him or whatever. And like they introduced each other to him and he had a really big jacked up truck. And this was 20 years ago. Okay. And my mom, no shit, straight fucking faced goes, so is it true that the smaller or the bigger the truck, the smaller your penis? How big's your penis? My mom... <laughs> legitimately asked this guy who I'm friends with if he had a small dick because he drove a jacked up truck and she was fucking serious straight faced and then when he laughed I was like oh my god like mom like you can't ask those questions oh my god straight as she goes well I just want to know if it's true and I'm like do you really even if he had a small penis do you really honestly do you think he's gonna like admit to it on top of the fact do you do you actually want to know Oh, my mom want would want my mom would want to know just to know like scientifically if there was some truth to it. She wouldn't necessarily want to see it, but like she would like would want to know. And then and then because he laughed about it and thought it was so funny. Also, preference my mom my mother hated my ex husband from day one. Red right. flag should have yeah. known. Um, and we were together at the time. We were not married, nor do I think we were pregnant at the time. So there was no you know. We were dating, but that's it. Mom was convinced that I should have married this person. She's like, oh, he's a good guy. I like this guy. You should marry this guy. He's, I like him. He's got a sense of humor. And I'm like, why? Because you asked him if he had a small dick and he laughed about it? Like, <laughs> you don't like my husband at the time, my boyfriend, for, you know, for good reason. But at the time, I was like, you met this guy for 30 seconds. Why is it <laughs> that back then they could tell us that somebody wasn't good but they couldn't tell us necessarily why and oh no mom knew why what was her reasoning he was a narcissist he was she was like he every she, no, she knew she saw was, that oh yeah she was like he blames everything on you everything was always my fault if something didn't go right it was i could have done differently it was never any uh, uh there was no accountability on his end like if something didn't work it was either somebody else's fault or my fault see and, and i never saw never... that until after you guys got married 
Like I didn't, mm. I, I, I never saw that per se. And I guess, I, I don't know. But it, it I was think she funny. also didn't like him because he was just like rough around the edges. Like he just, you know, he grew up in a difficult life, which he did. I will give him yeah. that. His childhood was, I don't want to say like bad like ours, but certainly not ideal. And um, he was just rough around the edges and just didn't, sometimes just didn't have that. You know, when you meet somebody, you kind of put on your best face. You yeah. know, he gave zero fucks. He was yeah. who he was. He didn't try to pretend to be somebody he wasn't, which at that age for me was very endearing because I knew what I was getting. Like there was no fake ass shit. But at the same time, that endearing thing, I couldn't see past it and go, oh, but, you know, sometimes you do have to like suck it up and just put a smile on your face and and just pretend, you know. Yeah. yeah. No, mom, mom hated him from day one. But yeah, funny story about mom. She asked if a friend of mine's penis was small because he had a jacked up truck. Yeah. And and for and for um, clarification, I, I don't know because I never saw it. <laughs> I don't know. So we don't have the answer to that scientific question? No, because I wasn't dating the guy. He was my friend. Now, contrary to popular belief, some of his friends at the time, my ex-husband's friends at the time, thought we were cheating. We were not. So I do not know. So for scientific purposes, I cannot answer that question. <laughs> I love how we uh, lay it on the science part. <laughs> yeah. It's that research. I never did yes, it. exactly. I never did the research. Oh, well, that's too bad. Maybe, eh. maybe though, you would have still ended up with your kids, but with a different father for them. Yeah, but if that were the case, I would probably have still been married to this person because this person's a very, very nice person. He's a great father. He's married now with kids and he's fabulous and he's wonderful. He's a hard worker. Sweetest guy you'll ever meet. So then I wouldn't have met my husband now. That's true. That's so true. like, and I am just enamored with my husband. And so I... I yeah. I, 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 I if I could the have the same kids with a different father, I would, but I wouldn't I wouldn't be where I'm at now because I, I do imagine this person he's just a good guy. Yeah. Obviously I'm not in a relationship with him. I'm sure that he's got his downfalls, but Um know. and I absolutely love your husband too. Like he I, I love how blunt he is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There Yes. Yeah. There's no filter. There's no filter on my husband yeah. at all. No. At all. But he is the biggest fucking teddy bear. Yeah. That's I when mean, it that, comes to I think the other day I, like I was yours. like, honey, I don't feel well. And he comes home and he's like, should I get you a heating pad? What can I do for you? Can I get you something to drink? Can I rub your back? What do you need? Like, I'm like, babe, it's fine. Like, I'm going to go take a hot bath with some Epsom salts. Like, I'll be okay. And every day he's checking in on me. Are you okay today? Have you gone to the bathroom? Can I do? Oh my gosh. Like, I, I'm fine. I'm still up moving around or whatever. And he's like, sit down. I'll cook. Like, oh my God. I think he reminds me of mine because that's how mine is too. Mm. Like, do you remember when we were at the hospital because mama was there and um, oh, yeah. he sent us a care package? Like he, when I went up to visit you, he sent like <laughs> yeah. this bag, coloring books, coloring books and magazines and um, coloring crayons and markers and, and Tim's donuts. Cascade chips. Tim Cascade's chips. Yes. Yes. To drink. Yep. Talking rain. Yes. Oh my God. He sent, cause I love that stuff. Yep. Oh and just very, very thoughtful, very sweet. Yeah. Very like, yeah. what can I do to make this difficult time a little bit easier? Like, but no damn filter. Oh, absolutely None. not. Fuck no. They could give two shits on who they say anything about and what that person thinks. It's interesting. It, it yes. is. It is. 
Like, very, very but, interesting. but they absolutely love their people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My husband is, I, oh, like, I knew I was going to marry him on the first day because of that compassion. Like, I didn't necessarily knew I was going to marry him right away, but I knew on our first date, like, oh my God, that's the man I'm going to marry. Just because you can just see, like, that compassion and, like, Again, no filter. Yeah. It's not like on our first date he was pretending to be somebody he wasn't. Obviously, you could tell he was a little bit nervous, but there was still no filter. His opinions were still the same. The way he treats me now is the same exact way he treated me on our first day. There's no change. Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't like the first couple of months were like, oh, rainbows and butterflies, and then it slowly dies off. Him and I have had a very even keel relationship the whole way through. Like, what we were when we first met is who we are now. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. So I wouldn't change him for the world. I wouldn't change not. the situation. This guy's not. a good guy, but, you know. But, yeah. yeah, funny story. Mom had no filter either. So maybe that's why I married him because my mom was maybe. the same way. Maybe. She I loved like her it. people hard but had no damn filter. <laughs> so back to drivers. Is there anything that you mm-hmm. absolutely love seeing when you're driving? I love when dogs are in the car. <laughs> I love it. Like, every time we see a car, I'm like, oh, it's a poopy. And yes, they're poopies. That would have come from my stepmom. She calls them poopies. And that's uh, something that's just kind of stuck with me. Yeah, your stepmom and I, we bond over uh, over dogs. Like, we send each other dog pictures yes. and, you know. Cause... Yes. So, yeah, um, this is our life is – I know we kind of had one episode where we kind of talked a little <laughs> bit about our life. But not – a whole tech heck of a lot. So after I was adopted, my adopted parents split up and each remarried um, and have subsequently both divorced from their remarried uh, uh, spouses. I am not close or have a relationship with my ex-stepdad, but my quote unquote ex-stepmother, um, I'm very close to. She was here for our wedding and um, I still see her as a positive influence in my life so um she's been around since i was 14 15 and i'm i don't know when they got together i'm i'm 40 now um so it's it's been a hot minute but you know pushing 41 uh, yeah i am pushing 41 but amy and her yes definitely bond over she's has a love for dogs like you would not believe specifically Um, animals in particular huh specifically german shepherds Yes. Yes. When I was growing up, they had yellow lab golden retriever mix puppies, Casey and or CJ and CJ and Madison. I I knew I'd remember if you said the names. Casey was our all black German shepherd that we had with on mom's side and uh, Chelsea. I don't. Chelsea. It was it was my ex. I remember Chelsea. All black. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I, the funny thing is, I don't remember Casey. I remember Chelsea, and then no, Casey I remember, was the all black one, and then Chelsea. Yeah, and yeah, then I Jasmine. I Jasmine, I totally remember because that that dog. Yeah. Anyways, back to driving. My favorite yeah. thing is seeing animals and dogs, and you know, I just they're they're so happy when they're in the car and they just sniff in the air and just see all the different types of dogs. My coworker used to have a uh, sticker on her car that said, "Tell your dog I said hi." Yes. Mm-hmm. And that seriously, that like that's the only sticker I would put on my car. <laughs> <'Cause>... <laughs> yeah, 
That and like my other favorite thing is seeing not teenagers because teenagers give zero fucks and they just go about their life and they don't care what anybody thinks, which is great. But I love seeing a good middle age. And by middle age, I mean like 30 and above just because I don't think that's necessarily middle age. But around 30, we start to get a little more, I think sometimes a little more uppity because we're in the corporate world. So I love when I'm driving and I see somebody in the 30s or 40s or whatever just rocking out to a song and just feeling themselves because yes. that's their moment, you know, and they don't care that everybody around them can see or hear. It's it's great to just see those people have that moment. You know, teenagers do that stupid crap all the time with their friends in the car. That's great. That's awesome. That's a very important thing to, like, experience with your friends. But as you get older, I feel like we think we're too cool or we're too grown up for that. Yeah. Uh, so to see that makes my heart happy and yeah like, i that that was what i was gonna say i love when i pull up behind beside someone and they're just like jamming out to their music and like they see that you're watching them and they don't care mm -hmm. and like and then it just puts a big smile on my face and mm -hmm. yeah now if you're a punk teenager in a car with your bass blasting so that everything's rattling no i do yeah. not like that no because that's just obnoxious. Yeah. But. Do you remember, like, when we were teenagers and, like, it was cool to have loud muffler cars? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why did some people not grow out of that? I don't know. Because there are several around where I live that they still have that. And I'm like, dude, fix your muffler. Because <laughs> that's obnoxious. I think it's. I think it's kind of like a vibe, like a old school vibe, like don't want to grow out of, you know, the late 90s, early 2000s vibe where that's before shit got like real, re not like real. I And I don't want to blame it on social media because I know that that is not the end all of everything, but it is kind of the catalyst that kind of just like, I think, pushed everything over the edge back before everybody knew everything about everybody and there were cameras everywhere. Yeah, there was just a vibe. Like, yeah. nobody gave a shit. And, like, I wonder if they're just, like, nostalgically trying to stay in that vibe. Maybe. Maybe. Even if it is annoying and obnoxious. So, just as a reminder, um, like and subscribe. Follow us. Uh, give us five stars. Um, email us anytime for um, suggestions or comments. Or if you have questions that you want us to answer, um, email us at Podcast at gmail.com. That's G-I-N-N-Y-A-N-D. A-M-Y podcast at gmail.com. And Jenny, where else can they find us? You can find us on Instagram at bitching siblings. Good podcast. job. <laughs> we uh, put some posts on there. You can message us on there as well. We also don't forget to email us. We've gotten a couple of emails from you guys. Some suggestions. They're all great. And uh, again, the picture and video of my little hair weird thing. That's where you'll find it. Yeah. On Instagram. <laughs> All right, everyone, have a good day, night, wherever you're listening to us at.